Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray your Juneteenth celebrations for those who partook in festivities were filled with positivity and spirituality. This is a wonderful start, but still so much more to accomplish in this race toward equality. Make no mistake, I believe all people matter. All people should have the same freedoms, and the Christ follower particularly should exult in the Apostle Paul's letter to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, which says, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Welcome, my podcast family, to the 75th episode of 42 Weeks. Admittedly, I've had some setbacks as I approach this number. In fact, if I'm being truthful, and I will be just that, I should have been well past my 75th number long before now. But you may recall me sharing one of my mother's favorite songs, I Won't Complain. In spite of my desire to reword the verse that says, I've had some good days and I've had some bad days, mine have been more like not enough hours in any of my days. <laughs> but I stand firm that God will do the increase and therefore, I won't complain. He's been too good and he's been too kind. And as my beloved Texas pastor, Dr. Billy L. Bell Sr. reminded me a few days ago, God does provide. This is a commitment, and he will provide. This venture has indeed been a marathon. No sprint. Slow and steady wins the race. And my cousin Greta reinstated the query to me a few days ago, Tori, how do you eat an elephant? And we both said, one bite at a time. Now listen, to all my animal activists out there who may be listening, I would never eat an elephant. I happen to love elephants, as my youngest son used to call them when he was a baby. And I get good and angry when I see stories on poachers who take the lives of these majestic animals for their ivory tusk. I only use this visual as an example because this ministerial assignment is indeed ginormous and I can only pace myself and get through one day at a time, which ironically was one of our working titles when mommy and I were considering writing a daily devotional. And well, you already know the rest of that story. (laughs) A podcast was born instead. To that end, let me exuberantly shout with joy a happy Father's Day to all the phenomenal fathers who are in our lives, who are now resting with Jesus, and who are listening in today. We are still soloing securely through the Psalms, and today's scripture is from Psalm 127, verses 4 and 5. I'll be reading from the New American Standard Version, and it reads thusly, Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. Your role as a father is to support, secure, and keep safe your children's precious lives until they are fully aware that there comes a time when they need to stand on their own. If, capital I, capital F, if, You've implemented the fundamentals. The time will come when they'll soar like eagles, right? But you have to do the work. As the father, you have to implement 
those basic necessities. Sure, they'll have their insecurities, their queries. But if you've modeled what a father looks like, spiritually first and foremost, then the rest will fall into place and you can clear the path to assist them in their questions and concerns. I was raised by a man who loved God. Everything he did was based on the will of his Savior. Yes, he made mistakes. Dusty people do that. (laughs) And no, he wasn't perfect. But oh my God, he was perfect for me. He was the perfect father for me. He exuded this energy that was breathtaking and was truly the paradigm of a Christ follower. Many would hear him quote his mantra before he preached the uncompromising word of God. He let you know he was a man of God. He would not um, alternate. He would not back down from the word of God. And his ending was always so that when Christ comes again, he will have no problem recognizing me. He didn't have to be first. He was a man of God and he preached the uncompromising, unchanging word. So I salute him even now while he rests in the arms of Jesus. And I salute each man who is left behind on this side of God's vineyard for such a time as this, to continue to walk in this life with strength and dignity. Thank you for coming home. Thank you for staying. Thank you for showing up to all of your children's games, football, baseball, soccer, whatever it was, thank you for showing up. And thank you for showing your children what it means to be an extraordinary father, stepfather, godfather, bonus father, a grandfather, or even a great-grand. God bless you for accepting fatherhood in the honorable manner in which it was given to you. Let's pray. God, today, the father of all fathers, how I thank you for another third Sunday of June set aside to celebrate fatherhood. Thank you for these men who have been there, who have been unselfish, putting the needs of their children before their own. Yes, we know that life has been difficult, but they stayed. They endured. They didn't get caught up in themselves and they didn't get give up. Thank you for these fathers who didn't take off in the opposite direction and stayed away when life got a bit unbearable and disagreeable. Thank you that they ensured their children were safe and secure and provided for. Please give them an extra portion of favor today and every day as they continue down this journey of fatherhood. Bless them and keep them surrounded by your love and favor. It's in your beautiful, bountiful name I pray with joy, thanksgiving, and forgiveness of sins. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.